Hey everybody, Alex Cunningham here, and in this episode, we're going to talk about the five common problems that entrepreneurs face when starting their business. Stay tuned. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. As an entrepreneur, there are many problems that you face along the road to, and your desire to bring an idea to life. For instance, finding the right market for your product or service If you sell pizza, are you Chuck E. Cheese or are you Papa John's? If you are a gym, if you're you're in the fitness industry, are you Planet Fitness or are you 24-Hour Fitness? Or are you a CrossFit gym? Finding the right market for the idea that you have often is the first problem that entrepreneurs face because this idea normally pops into their mind out of random or out of inspiration for something that happens in their own life. But... Are they their own target audience, or is there a better and more ideal audience who faces similar troubles that they're trying to solve? Another problem that entrepreneurs typically face, number two, is overestimating their demand. So I remember as a child when I was in Florida. I was in Florida visiting my father, and they sold, that was in Red Hot Cheetos, had just came out. And in my youth, in my ignorance, I thought, okay, well, the Cheetos are here but I didn't see them when I was in New York. Granted, I'd been in Florida for some weeks. So I actually packed my suitcase full of these Cheetos, thinking I was going to make a killing because everybody there was going to want these Cheetos. When I flew back to New York and brought them amongst my friends, one, not only was there not enough demand for the Cheetos because people weren't willing to overpay for chips when they can get chips at the corner store that was only a five-minute walk away. But on top of it, the chips were already in the corner store. I just hadn't seen them before. So as a child and as an adult even today, overestimating the demand for certain products or services often catch entrepreneurs off guard. Now, even if they overestimate the demand, there is something else that they can do to change the outlook and desire for their product, and they can be creative. For example, Uber. They're a travel industry. And I talk about Uber a lot because they're so revolutionary, in my opinion. They're in the travel industry. They made themselves different from taxis, buses, trains, and planes. Airbnbs in the hospitality business, they made themselves different from the hotel, the motel, and the bed and breakfast. So once you've overestimated your demand, or if you've overestimated your demand, having that creativity to separate yourself And your business in the industry allows you to keep your entrepreneurial spirits and your business alive. But that is the third problem that entrepreneurs typically face. They have the great market. They understand the demand. But there is competition in the space and they don't or they lack the creativity or they lack the willingness to adapt and to mold their product around a particular niche within the industry, right? Having that creativity to set themselves apart. A fourth common problem that entrepreneurs face 
insufficient capital or cash flow to sustain the business. Underestimating the demand happens on both sides. So underestimating the demand that other people have for the products, but also underestimating the financial demand that your product or service requires to be functional, functionable or profitable. So an idea that I had, and feel free to steal it, was essentially a portable fitness business. So I would rent out, um, I would have essentially a storage equipment around a local area or however broad I want to go. And I would allow personal trainers to rent that equipment to train their clients, right? A lot of personal trainers may have great ideas, but they may not have the capital to get the uh, to get the equipment or the means to, to transport the equipment. But, for instance, if I'm in Poughkeepsie, New York, if I have a pod somewhere there and you're training somebody in that area, instead of bringing your equipment, you have already rented uh, time with my pod. You can go there, collect your equipment, train your person, put the equipment back, and drive along like nothing happened, right? So it's nothing on you or it's nothing on your client to have to adapt too much just to get a training session in. That's an idea. I haven't brought it to light yet. I haven't exactly put it on paper. It's just put something that's running in my mind. But the capital necessary to run something like that is something that I'd want to sit down and really run over because the capital to get the equipment in the first place, much less renting out of space and then having to charge trainers a uh, some kind of subscription fee how much would that cost and how much would it eat into their own personal training costs? Because it will trickle down to the customer. And if the customer is not willing to pay that price, then it's not a uh, sound business model. And that goes back to overestimating the demand, right? If a customer, the end consumer, is not willing to pay the price, then you being able to supply the person that's giving them the product is not a sound business. So having that insufficient capital or cash flow to meet your own startup or your own sustenance and sustainability is often a problem that entrepreneurs do face. And the last of the five common problems that entrepreneurs face, letting ego overshadow facts. So back to my um, personal training equipment rental service, I was a personal trainer. So not only my personal trainer, I've had businesses in the past um, and yeah, I do feel that I could make it work. But I will always stand by the facts and the figures before I let my own ego have me jump into something and take high leverage risk that may not pan out because I didn't look at the facts. There have been a lot of businesses who either came ahead of their time or came in way too hot and overestimated their own abilities and didn't put together a team. I mean, the truth is you can have a great idea and lack the sound business knowledge, a well-rounded business knowledge to bring it to light. And there's nothing wrong with that. The most powerful thing someone can do in the world of business or in anything where you're a leader is admitting your ignorance and creating a team around you. Elon Musk may be a, he does understand computer engineering. He understands a lot of things, but he still has a team around him. Mark Zuckerberg, I'm sure, is savvy in coding. He's savvy in a few other things, but he has a great team behind him. Even Drake. Drake may be able to sing. He may be able to rap. He may even write a couple songs here and there, 
but he has a fantastic marketing team and a um, some kind of ghost lyricist has been kind of the whisper over the years that allow him to remain the top in so many, so many different categories. Admitting your ignorance and creating a team and letting go of that ego allows you to take advantage of the facts that you know and to build a strong business. So those are the five common problems that entrepreneurs face. And I want to repeat them for you. And I want not only for us to acknowledge them, but to see them as um, to see them as motivation, right? To whenever we see those things creeping up on us, we run into them head first. We don't back off. We don't let our, uh, our fears take over. And we don't let our ego take over. Instead, we calmly acknowledge that this is a regular thing that other entrepreneurs go through. And if we can get on the other side of these problems, right, we have a much better chance of creating a sound business. So number one, finding the right market for your product or service. Number two, overestimating the demand for your product or service. Number three, creating uh, or having the creativity to separate your business within the industry. Four, being in, having insufficient capital or cash flow to sustain. And five, letting go of your ego and not allowing your ego to overshadow the facts. Right, making sure you are well-rounded business-wise or you create a team around you to help solve or overcome the problems that we've listed here. Hey, thank you so much for listening. You can subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. You can also write me at Market Adventures Podcast on both Instagram and Facebook. I'm Alex Cunningham, and you've been listening to the Market Adventures Podcast. Have a great weekend.